Hey, welcome back to Rebel Movement Podcast. My name is Billy. My pronouns are they, them, or she, her. And this is part three of my Leaving Diet Culture series. It's a little, obviously, four-part series where we are moving through little tangible steps um, that I give my clients to leave diet culture and start reclaiming your movement practice. Um, This is for you if you're at the very beginning of your departure from diet culture, or if you've been out of it for a while and you just want to do a little bit more of a like introspective learning thing and reclaim your practice. I think I said in the first episode, like, I think it's really important in all areas of our life to just be constantly learning and, you know, um, looking in and seeing how we can show up for ourselves better, show up for others better. And as we've talked about over the last three weeks, diet culture is this fucking sneaky, difficult root system that is attached to so many things and is such, (laughs) I think I called it a mind fuckery last week to try to heal from. This is a long journey, but these are tiny like smaller first steps. We're not here to like heal overnight. This will take a long time. These are just a few of the first steps that I give my clients. If you've been loving this series, let me know. I will do more in the future. Or if you're wanting to do this more one-on-one, you can check on my website. I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's um, under coaching on at uh, my website, movewithbilly.com. Before we get into... The episode, you if you've been listening, well, actually, the first thing is go back to the first part of the series that was put on the, the fifth and listen to that and start there. Um, also, there is sales happening this month. We are celebrating my three week, nope, three, <laughs> three year anniversary. We are celebrating me going into being a business owner full time. We're celebrating a very huge transition in my life of becoming a full-time business owner and leaving the city where my abusers and my bullies are. And it's this huge transition that I'm excited about. And I'm doing a sale this month. On demand is only $15 a month, Canadian. There's sales in the Rebel Movement Club. The light membership is only $20 this month, $20 Canadian like the price of a (laughs) drop-in. The regular membership is only 50. The price of like two and a half (laughs) drop-ins. And the VIP is only 300 or 400. Sorry. I don't know how many drop-ins, but that's like less than the price of four private sessions, which it includes. So, um, or maybe the same, depends on if you're on, like where you're at with the sliding scale. Anyway, they're all really good deals and you should check that out. For a common question is what's the difference between the light and the um, regular membership? And the light membership has five classes that you can take, five live classes, and then all the on-demand, of course. And the regular membership is all of the classes and, of course, the on-demand. In November, there is more classes being added to the schedule. There'll be a lot more content in the club. Um, so one thing I'm recommending to people if they want to try out a bunch is to sign up for the club at the end of this month. Um, or if you sign up now, you'll still have like half this month, half next month. So that's pretty cool too. 
these memberships will auto renew at their regular price, but you can go in and cancel it anytime. Um, and the Rebel Movement Club is a monthly membership based online studio. There's mobility classes, yoga classes, workout classes. You can go to the website under the drop down menu that says Rebel Movement Club. That will that page itself will will tell you about the club and go through the membership options. And then the one underneath that drop down called the schedule, that'll have all the scheduled classes happening this month. So then when you get the when you buy the membership, you go to that schedule page, you sign up for the classes you want. If you can't make it live, I send you the recording to that email that you signed up with. And or you just get the the um reminder an hour before class and then join the class. Easy as that. So let's get to our um, third part of this, like, what do you call it? Like a coaching series, I guess. Um, first week we talked about shoulds around movement practice, like what you feel like your a valid practice should look like. We talked about, um, we did a little bit of like mindful checking in with how you feel when you move and about your body throughout the week. Last week, your homework was notice things, movement you liked, or no, let me say that in a better way. Make a list of types of movement you liked as a kid, hopscotch, whatever, and then set, like schedule a time to do one to five minutes of one of those activities, like hopscotch, and then notice how you felt before, during, and after in detail. And I said, if you hadn't um, to go back and like, just pick a random thing, like or go for a walk. We did talk about a lot of detail in each of these, especially the first one, there's talk about what diet culture is. So please don't take these recaps as not needing to listen to those episodes. Cause I think you would get the most out of it if you start from the first one. But today we are doing next stuff. <laughs> so, one thing that I think is really interesting about diet culture is that it has taught us that the only legitimate reason to move your body is to lose weight or to earn food, which is bullshit. And it, um, I don't know, I just like, it bothers me because there's so much cool shit that movement can do for you and your body that never gets, um, never gets the time of day. Let's quickly go through some of those lists, some of that list, okay? Can sleep better, improves creativity, improves your posture, your skin, increases your energy, increases range of motion and flexibility. Sometimes it can lengthen your life, reduce your risk of injury, um, can protect your heart, reduce pain like back pain or chronic pain. It can reduce stress, can relieve PMS symptoms. It is really good for your brain, strengthens your joints, strengthens your bones, even supports like eye health, really good for mental health. There's so much, it helps um, you finish, if you do it in a certain way, like at the end of your day, it can help you finish your stress cycle, um, helps you deal with stress better. Those are just a little, like, and I'm not going into detail because we're not gonna do a whole episode about it. Well, unless you want me to, let me know. Um, but there are so much benefits to movement that we don't get to talk about because all the fucking media posts about is diet culture, lose weight, 
this blah blah, blah. like do, do these things for like washboard abs blah. or like oh do extra crunches to earn the halloween candy like fuck off i'm not here for any of that and likely if you're listening to this neither are you because you found me and you're listening to this <laughs> um and i uh, i talked last week sorry i got a little i get a little riled up about some of this stuff and i'm trying really hard to focus on my reason for doing this episode um i talked last week a little bit about how like why i move and how my reason for changing like my reason for movement has changed when it for, when i first started moving um it was a lot of self hate and now it's um for mental health and we're going to go into more detail about that like next week so you don't have to think about that yet don't think about like why you moved before and after but um a stepping stone to figuring out what that is is learning to listen to your body we did a little bit of that the last couple of weeks the last two weeks and um we're gonna do it again this week so this week we're going to do the same check-in. So last time when I, I think both weeks in different ways, I asked you to check in with your body and notice how you feel physically, like how do you feel in your muscles? How do you feel in your joints? How do you feel emotionally? How do you feel mentally? And what else is going on? Like what um, unknown stuff is happening? Sometimes I will feel like tension in my chest, for example. It's like a really like, pulling I don't know it's like pulling and dense and fast feeling that sometimes I don't know if it's physical if it's emotional and you don't necessarily need to spend the time to figure it out so let's actually let's talk about that a little bit more you don't actually have to know why you're feeling something to know that you're feeling it So if I'm feeling that anxiety feeling, I don't need to figure out why I'm feeling it. I don't need to figure out that it's anxiety. You don't have to be a detective for this. Just notice what sensations you have. And I'm going to tie this into how I practice mindfulness, okay? When I practice mindfulness and when I teach mindfulness, one of the ways I I explain um, how to do it is if you were to describe this sensation or perception of whatever it is, to an alien who has no frame of reference for like what anxiety feels like, how would you describe it? So when I said like, oh, it feels like pulling and like fast and like dense, like that kind of thing. Or if you're trying to describe like, for example, we'll do something like external, like you hear the sound of a car. Okay, like, what does that mean? It's like, it's like a whoosh or like a, um, <laughs> it's like a loud sound or the pitch changes or it sounds far, like it's like a rumbly sound. Like I hear right now, there's a motorcycle outside. Like notice those things. So you don't have to notice like, oh, my shoulders feel tense. And that's because I'm stressed because I have a thing tomorrow. You can be like, okay, my shoulders feel tight, period. I feel emotionally weird, period. Okay, what does that mean? I feel this like pulley feeling in my chest and I feel 
like not really in my head. Like I feel like my brain is like seven feet behind my body. Period. Okay. Notice those things. Energy level, like one to 10, like three. Okay. Not, we're not here to judge what we're noticing and we're not here to be a detective. So you can literally write this stuff down if that works for you, or you can just check in. I do have, if you have the on-demand membership, I do have a mindful check-in uh, meditation that you can use if you'd like this week. Um, I can't remember how long it is. I want to say it's around five minutes. It doesn't have to be that long though. You can set a timer on your phone and for like a minute and just notice, or like less than that, just notice like, okay, what do you feel? And I'll, you could notice like, okay, I actually don't, I don't know how my body's feeling right now. That's cool. Okay. That's fine. Great. That's okay. You don't have to figure out why just notice. Okay. That's step one of your homework this week. Step two, after you check in, ask yourself, what can I do to help my body feel or help me feel 5% better? What can I do to help me feel 5% better? For example, if you are not sure how your body feels, might be a little ungrounded, for example, that's usually the case with me anyway. Do little stretches, like little like side to side movements in your body. And maybe that's not even that you're ungrounded. Maybe you're just not sure. That's cool. Do a little like side to side movements, little twists, little like stretches like you're just getting out of bed. And when you're doing that, notice how your muscles feel. Like, okay, I'm doing a little twist right now as we speak. My back feels a little bit achy when I do that. Not achy in a, in a bad way, achy in a like, oh, that stretch feels good way. You know? Um, if you are feeling like a tension in your shoulders, what can you do to feel 5% better? Maybe it's like, hey, I'm going to do some circles with my shoulders. Great. Cool. That's it. That's your homework. That's it. How do you feel in your body right now? What's your energy level like? What can you do? to feel 5% better. Even 10 seconds of your time. This is like, so 10 second check-in, 10 second um, support, we'll call it. That's it, that's all you gotta do. How do you feel? What can you do to feel better? And just in case you're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, I'm gonna give you some examples, okay? For example, earlier I felt exhausted. I spent a lot of time working yesterday. This is, I'm giving you the, I'm giving you the detective actually. I'm going to pare it down. Earlier, I felt tired and a little bit like, um, ungrounded and like, just kind of confused. I don't know how to, how else to explain that. Like confused emotionally and energetically and like, whatever. Well, I was like, Hey, what can I do to feel better? I was like, a walk would feel really good. I had the time to take a really long walk. So I went for a long walk and I did it again. And when I was on my walk, what would I, what could I do to feel better? I went this direction. Usually I go towards the water because that's what you, I particularly love, but that's, that's what I did. Or sometimes it's like my back is all like, how do I feel? My back hurts. What can I do to feel better? I can do hip mobility. No, 
I could do a stretch. I could stand up and do a little walk around my apartment for a sec. Last night I had trouble sleeping. What can I do to feel 5% better? Put on my eye mask. I turned on a fan so that the noise would be helpful. Those things, it doesn't necessarily have to be you moving, but that like, but it could also be. So I want you to do your best, set a goal to do this twice, at least twice. Check in. What can you do to feel do to feel five percent better? It could take five to ten seconds even. Okay, that's it. It seems small, but it is a huge, huge, huge deal. Um, once this week is done and you do that check in, I'm gonna ask you, or maybe you should. No, not gonna say shoulds. I'm gonna ask. If it resonates, try to do it on a somewhat regular basis, okay? Because it's so helpful. It's like, this is literally you learning to listen to your body deeper, like more deeply listen to your body. Honor your body by asking what you could do for it and help you feel better in your body right now <laughs> and like there's some things like if you have chronic like if say i i have like a lot of back pain um and i know that that is like the if i think about it in a logical way so if i do become the detective for a second i know that that's because i i often tuck my tailbone so what i know as a movement professional what i know is actually going to help me in the long term get reduce the back pain is going to be doing hip mobility on a regular basis and back mobility stuff but that doesn't mean that in that second, when I check in, that's going to be the thing that's going to help me right now. I, I will have, I will like intentionally do the move, the mobility, but also in that second, it might be like, it's going to feel really good to stand up or I'm just going to do like a little twist or like one little side stretch. That's it. Like it's, it doesn't have to be loaded. It doesn't have to be a huge deal. It's just a check-in. Okay. <laughs> um, last little bit, take a second. Send me an email or a message. How did this go for you? How did it feel for you? What did you notice? What did you do? I'm so sad to hear from you. Um, and then if you could take a second, share this series with a friend who you think would really use it. Um, and follow, review, subscribe, all those things. Follow me on Instagram, at Billy. And I think that's all the things. Thanks so much for listening and spending time with me. Bye. -bye.